We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detail along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, And on our Oakwood Hard Jewelers Talk and Text line, Brandon Lang from BrandonLang.com. Brandon, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. What's up, boys? All right. Brandon, right off the bat, I'll throw it to you. San Francisco, Dallas, because that's the game, Bobby. He's For once, he's rooting for the Cowboys. Well, 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 well. I don't know if I'm rooting for the Cowboys, but to me, uh, I don't know, Mr. Relevant versus Dak Prescott is making $38 million. Come on, if not now, then when if you're a Dallas fan? I mean, I, I just look at, to me, I don't know, if, if Dallas – I don't know. They have turnovers. You're minus two. Yeah, you definitely can lose that kind of game. They haven't won anything, Brandon, in, uh, when you think about a quarter of a century. And uh, now they're getting three and a half points. What's your take on them? When you're a dominating defense um, or you're this great defense that everybody says you are, it's easy to build that reputation when, for the most part, over the course of the year, you didn't face any dynamic offenses. Rams, Carolina, Atlanta, Rams again, Arizona twice, the Saints, I mean, Tampa Bay. I mean, just offenses that don't have a great offensive line, um, good receivers, tight end, good running game. So it's easy to say, oh, the Niners' defense is so good. And every commentator, everybody just – they jack this defense up like it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. (laughs) Yet week seven, Patrick Mahomes went into the Bay Area and put up 44 and destroyed lives. (laughs) And then recently, week 17, they roll into Vegas against – a backup quarterback making his first start who has sat on the bench the entire year, and that defense got lit up like Baghdad. (laughs) That defense gave up not only 135 on the ground to Jacobs and the crew, but stood him through for 365 yards on them. This is a backup quarterback, three touchdowns, 23 of 34 against this ungodly defense that is the greatest defense we've seen in so long. Oh, my God, Joey Bosa. <laughs> They're just so good. Why should Dallas even show up? <laughs> and I sit back and I take a stance like going, good luck. I, I get the hype of the Niners. But the one thing about Dallas is they, they play to the level of their competition. They play down more than any team there is. But when they're challenged, they play well. And people are going to call me crazy. Don't be surprised to see Dallas go in here and shock the world. Don't, because the corners of the Niners can be had. Seattle, if Geno Smith doesn't turn it over on that strip sack fumble, they're going to score them and get inside seven, and it's still a game. And once that happened, all hell broke loose. But I'm sorry. Um Dallas gets pressure on the quarterback better than anybody in the NFL. Yeah, they had a few games this year where they were off, but collectively for over the entire season, they put pressure on the quarterback. So let's see if Mr. Irrelevant 
yeah, with, yeah, with, a, right. with a pocket coming at you with Mika Parsons and the boys. Let's see him execute for 60 minutes. Conversely, that Dallas offensive line protected very well against a pretty good defensive front last week, and I'm not sure they, they're going to protect that well again, but here's the bottom line. If quarterbacks have had time to throw on San Francisco, Bobby, myself, my grandma could get two catches in the spot. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Okay. So I'm on Dallas plus three and a half. Boys, okay. Plus four. That, that, listen, Bob. Bob has talked yeah, about yeah, that. That yeah. if Dallas is going to do it, Brandon, it's got to be this year. Yes. Because uh, things mean, are aligned yeah. for them. I mean, uh, I, I, I'm looking at okay. Uh, what's up with uh, Jalen Hurts' shoulder? I don't know. And then you look. If not this year, but but Brandon, what about this? Boy, uh, they, they might need the paddles to, to bring it out in his suite uh, with Jerry Jones. What if they would make the Super Bowl and they don't win? Oh, my God, because that could happen. Okay, because uh, I was telling Mike this. I, I can remember he was so confident. Cam Newton, MVP, they 15-1. They lost to the Broncos. Remember how he was so – he wasn't a good sport. That day he's doing that post-game interview. And I'm he, walking out. He was so disgruntled uh, that I think uh, that Dallas can get so close for their fans but still so far and not actually win that Super Bowl. Because, you know, Jerry Jones wins to win. Come on, quarter of a century. I got to get another Super Bowl title before I leave this earth. Well, first of all, he, he's cursed. <laughs> Because had he not got rid of Jimmy Johnson, oh. he'd have probably got he'd have probably got five. Yeah, I agree. And that's the truth. That's true. With the talent they had, they probably would have got five. But his ego took over, and he has been cursed since then. Tony Romo is going to run in the two point conversion in the Seattle game, and he just gets tripped from the very back by. Uh, I mean, just every break they're cursed. By the way, the way he came in and handled the Tom Landry situation, where he kind of just threw Tom Landry to the curb. Right. And Tom's up there to curse of Tom Landry. I mean, he did everything wrong. He's got his, you know, three Super Bowl titles. He can live on that and, and pass away and live happily ever after. But um, they get by San Francisco. Um, you're right. It's 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 the yellow brick road, the tin yep. man, the scarecrow, and the lion. And you're right there, the wizard behind the green carpet, <laughs> green whatever. So um, you're right. And, and in this case, let's grab them plus the four. Now, uh, you know, Brandon, what's your take on? Uh, obviously, look at the Giants had the Eagles. What uh, basically? Uh, what seven and a half? Uh, the Eagles are minus seven and a half. Uh, but uh, does this come into consideration? Because I was talking to Mike about this. That you look at throughout the season, even in the playoffs, now eighteen games, the Giants are the number one team against the spread at fourteen wins and, and four losses. Uh, so does that come into play? And will you take uh, the Giants at seven and a half points? Yes, I will, and I'll tell you why. Not only are they 14 and 4 against the spread. They're 11 and 2 as an underdog against the spread with eight oh. outright wins. Um, you look at the Giants in that last meeting with Philadelphia. They played second stringers, third stringers, fourth stringers. The equipment manner. He wore a uniform, played two snaps at <laughs> cornerback. It didn't matter. And the Eagles' first unit struggled. Won the game 22-16. Um, I'm telling you, boys. They when Philly went into New York and beat them by 26 points. Three guys were out defensively, two starters in the secondary. They're the healthiest they've been all year long. They're all back. And this is a divisional game. Joe Burrow said it after Cincinnati struggled with Baltimore. You guys don't realize, we knew this was going to be a tough game. It's a divisional opponent. They know us. We know them. All these games are going to be close. And, and, And we knew it was going to be close. The Seattle 
uh, Seattle game was close. Seattle led at the half, and again, that big fumble, or that game would have been tight. And for Miami and, and Buffalo yeah. was, was, was tight. Third-string quarterback going up there, and Josh Allen turns it over 141 times. He's turned it over <laughs> 278 times this year, and he just can't help himself. So um, it's not to expect that the Giants aren't going to lay down and quit. And, and I happen to like that. I like three dogs and a favorite this week, and the Giants are another dog that I like plus points. Bills, Bengals, and you brought up, Bob and I have talked about this over the last month or so. Uh, Josh Allen, you see the highest of highs and also the lowest of lows with him. He's, he's been sort of a turnover machine. No, is he trying to do too he, much, he, Brandon? He, or what? I think he, he, he is at this point. He doesn't understand he can take around and hand the ball off to a running back. Guys, he should have just grabbed the mic at the beginning of that game and said, Damar, I'm glad you're here, buddy. We love you. Way to get us motivated. You're the man. Um, it's five minutes before game time. I just want everybody to know that I'm going to personally guarantee that everybody that teased us down to minus three and a half, I'm going to make sure that I don't cover the teaser for you. So I know you wanted to take Miami up to plus 23 and a half, third string quarterback. We should win by 24 or more. I get it. But I'm going to make sure that we only win by three and a half. Wait till you see what I do in the third quarter when I get sacked and I strip fumble. Watch how I kind of just throw the ball down on the ground. It's going to be so good. It's going to be like Tom Cruise in The Color of Money where he just misses that shot for Paul Newman right on the side pocket. It's going to be great. I'm going to make sure we only win by three and bury everybody who had the three team 10 point season. So that's my guy, Josh Allen. I mean, it's on. It's unbelievable. He did the same thing in the Green Bay game on Sunday night. They were laying 10 and a half. They're up 17. They're third and goal at the six-yard line. Five minutes to go. Just throw it, throw it away. They kick the field goal. They're up 20. You cover. Instead, he threw an interception. There wasn't a – literally, all five receivers for Buffalo were in the locker room having a pizza. He threw it to a Miami guy like he was his receiver. You can't trust the guy. And for that reason, I'm taking Cincinnati plus five and a half. Well, I, hate, I hate Josh Allen. I hate <laughs> now, Brandon, how about the trust factor? Uh, how about the, the pretty boy, the prince, uh, Trevor Lawrence? Uh, the Jaguars had the Chiefs, what, minus eight and a half or wherever. Uh, that might be uh, fluctuating. Uh, but the one thing, uh, all I know is, uh, now we haven't seen him play like the Eagles because uh, they had a bye. Uh, but the Chiefs and Pat Mahomes, he's done nothing but win when you talk about the divisional play. Boy, my version of Cinderella, she doesn't lose the glass slipper. <laughs> she loses a pair of black thigh-high boots because I'm a freak and I'm into that sort of thing. So <laughs> that thigh-high boot is going to be lost at midnight because Jacksonville's time is up. Emotional draining game against the Titans. Emotional draining game against the Chargers. Now you're rolling up to KC with the number with the second worst pass defense in the NFL. They beat you by ten earlier this season with three turnovers, two in the red zone, and they still were up seventeen in the fourth quarter when you when you, you put in a touchdown with four minutes to go. Fifteen of Andy Reid's nineteen playoff wins with the Chiefs have been by double digits. Whoa. Out of a bye week, the man is an absolute monster. This game right here is going to be much like, I'm telling you, it's going to be much like the Niner game where they just get it going and it's an avalanche and there's nothing Jacksonville can do about it. Worst to first, I get it. Congratulations. Right. Great story. But Cinderella doesn't end up with the Prince boys. She's with uh, 
Ogre, Ogre from Shrek. What was his name? The, was yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the Ogre, who was it? The, and, uh, I think he was an Ogre. Uh, he calls ogre Shrek, or whatever, right? so that's right. what she ends up with. Casey minus the points. Brandon, thanks so much for joining us tonight. We really appreciate it. More information, brandonlang.com. All right, Brandon. Thank, thank you, you, Brandon. All right, that was Brandon Lang from brandonlang.com. When we come back, we'll have uh, Leanne Herring, who uh, covers uh, the Ole Miss beat for the Rebel Walk, and talking about what this morning was a big story. Spencer Sanders making a decision to sign on with Ole Miss over Auburn one day after Walker Howard did it. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.